0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Wedding Tip Wednesday. Well, holy shit! I am speaking to the amazing magician who is Aidan Murphy Magic. I had him in today and he played a few tricks on me. I see Aiden all the time at weddings. And can I say, he is one of the best magicians I've ever seen. I suppose, you know, because I've witnessed him myself uh, at weddings and at a couple of corporate events, I actually had him at my own wedding book launch there um, a couple of months ago and he blew my guests away. And I think he's going to absolutely blow you away too today. So sit back and listen. Listen and enjoy. So guys, this podcast is brought to you by Clarence and Clarence is actually the number one luxury skincare brand in Europe. They're a French family brand who are dedicated to beauty and they're experts in skincare and makeup. This is the story of a pioneering brand born in Paris in 1954 with a mission to make life more beautiful and pass on a more beautiful planet. Their products are inspired by the science of nature using over 250 natural plant extracts, each sourced with the utmost care for the environment to protect our planet's biodiversity guys, I literally use Clarence products all of the time to live beautifully for myself and for my brides. So I'm delighted to have them on board. Clarence have kindly given us a competition prize to give away at the end of all of my podcasts. It's my very favourite double serum and double serum eye. You just have to listen to the end of the episode to find out how to win. Oh God, I don't know what to say, but I'll start off by saying, you're very welcome to my podcast, Aidan Murphy. Magic, how are you?
1: Fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on.
0: I'm a little bit afraid of you, I have to say.
1: <laughs> don't
0: be. You're going to read my mind now and tell me what I'm thinking. Yeah. But come here, Aidan, nominated and finalist for Wedding entre- on Entertainer of the Year three times. Yeah. <gasps> Appeared on Don't Tell the Bride. Yes. 1.7 million followers on TikTok. Yeah. Leo Varadkar's personal magician, performed for high-end corporate companies like Google, Vodafone, Meta and Coca-Cola, and guest entertainer on cruise ships. How are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fantastic, thank you.
0: Geez, that's some CV, isn't it? Awesome. <laughs> that's some of it. <laughs> Come here. I'm going to start off by asking you, how did you get into magic?
1: Um, many years ago, uh, it was about seven or eight, and I uh, I found a book randomly and it was a, a magic book with card tricks easy to do card tricks and i just uh, got the book got a deck of cards and i started trying to learn little bits um yeah. they were all like mathematical tricks that you have to use a table for but uh i loved it yeah. um i loved the the thinking process of of performing and um from there then i just kept learning learning yeah like yeah. i was growing up at the time that the internet wasn't really you had to connect the, the, the wire into the <laughs> yeah. back of the computer, and <laughs> you if your to, phone went yeah, off. Yeah, you had to ask if somebody was making a phone call for half an hour. You have to use the internet. Oh so my god, the YouTube was terrible for uh, now, it's obviously easier, but yeah, YouTube yeah. was awful back then. You, you'd take an hour to download a, a 10 minute video, yeah. But uh, I just exposed myself to books and DVDs from different magic shops around the world and um, just. Constant graft. I loved. I loved yeah. it from the time I first saw it, and I I wanted to do it. Yeah. I remember telling my parents before I even started magic. I said I want to be be a magician. I saw Keith Barry on TV. Yes. And I said I want to do magic. And uh, what did
0: they say? Get oh, the, a real job. Yeah, that's a real job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But everybody, everybody, anybody I said it to. Um, yeah, they were just saying no, it's not a real job. So
0: yeah. But what a job to have! Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah, you, you clearly love it. I love it. Yeah. I actually think you are so amazing that I went after you and I paid just in case anyone thinks this is an ad, paid in full, uh, to come to my book launch, my wedding book launch recently. And everyone was going, oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) It was unbelievable. At one stage I looked over and yeah, I don't know what you had on fire, but I was like, oh, geez, I'm going to have to call a fire brigade now. (laughs) But you know what I love, I suppose, when I see you at weddings, I love documenting the story that's happening. So you know what you're doing and you have everyone's attention and they're so focused on what you're doing and they're nearly trying to... Catch you out, yeah, yeah, the whole time, <laughs> oh, the whole time, and I just love that moment where you catch them out, and the expressions are just like unbelievable.
1: That's it's that's what I live for, and that's what most performers would live for is that reaction. It's yeah. it's not actually the the doing of the task; it's actually their their reaction uh, yeah. to what we're doing is 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 what feeds us the energy to keep doing it.
0: And tell me, like, so I suppose for weddings that you don't just do weddings; you do lots of corporate gigs as yeah. well, but. For example, weddings, because that's what we're here for today. Um, <laughs> do you spend lots of time preparing in advance before you go to the wedding? Or do you know what you're going to do when you get there?
1: Yeah, well, there's a, obviously I have a set uh, routine of, of, of tricks that I'd uh, give or take. Um, I do three or four routines at, at, at each group, but I have a, a repertoire of routines that I perform and I kind of stick to those and they change over the course of the year and keep adding things and taking things out. But it's, it's just constant adapting. Um yeah. And when I when I'm getting ready for the wedding, I've, everything just kind of goes into like a, a fisherman box, a, a makeup box, and then I bring <laughs> that into the into the into the venue. I used to have a, a, a briefcase, a black briefcase, right. And when I was doing a gig in the Viva Stadium, um, Leo Vradker was a guest speaker at it, and I left the briefcase <laughs> on the uh, in, in the in the corporate area. I just left it in behind the radiator, and I told the duty manager on, I said that's mine. But what happened was when I was in the function room waiting to perform for Leo they obviously switched duty managers and then when I came back out my case was gone (gasps) and I I asked him I was like I left my case over here and he said, Yeah, uh, he said, Come with me and he walked me the hallway around the far side of the viva and he said we thought it was a bomb that we gonna throw it out onto oh the my. Yeah. Oh my god. So it was just a black briefcase, a normal office briefcase. So it probably did look dodgy, but I had told ah, ah, I had told ah, the duty manager on, I was like, This is mine, don't <gasps> get rid of it and oh. I was looking for it for like everything that I use was that you in. Need. The, yes, that's it's like
0: I'd be like somebody taking my camera back. Yes, yes, yes. Oh
1: my everything god. was in well, ev- some of the stuff was on me, but most of my stuff was gone and I was like they were gonna throw it out onto the pitch they thought it was Leo was there, they thought it was...
0: And where was this?
1: In the Aviva Stadium. Oh
0: my yeah. God. Could you imagine your name?
1: <laughs> to to that, that was good that'd be a good promotion for a magician yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god that is unbelievable Yeah. Jesus. so I had
1: to change it to like a it's more of a fisherman I got it in Maplins or something it's a uh, it's do like, you know
0: what you need my bag you yeah, need my Jenny McCarthy yeah, bag no one's yeah. going to throw that <laughs> <laughs> and did anybody ever teach you magic or did you like you said yourself just go and buy books and and, and look at YouTube and know, did you ever do any classes or did you totally teach yourself?
1: No, I just completely self-taught from, and I, I think I started when I was eight or nine. Just, Love it. I, I just, it was a waste of childhood for, for some yeah. of the time, but uh, yeah. yeah, I just spent a lot of my time, even in school, just practicing at the end of school, um, Anytime I got a cha- chance to finish the homework, uh, I'd be practicing for the evening. I'd be really? trying different tricks out in my family and I'd be messing it up the whole time. Yeah. My hands would be shaking when I'd be holding and the you, cards. Are and, your
0: parents still with us now? Yes. And what they, do they think of you now?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I hope they're proud. I've gone right. I've gone a different avenue than yeah. my, my brothers um, yeah. and obviously all of my other family members. Yeah. So I've, I've gone, I've taken a, a step and I've. I've, I've uh, gone a different route but yes I've enjoyed it so far oh my god um, I
0: just love it I because I like I suppose I'd be like you in that I'm completely self-taught mm. I taught myself how to take photos um, yeah. and and uh, I didn't go anywhere I, I went to college after I had opened my business because I thought oh, I need a cert on the wall if anyone tells <laughs> asks me where did you learn <laughs> and I went and did this kind of part-time thing um, in a college and I was like oh, I just can't be in the in the dark room developing yeah. prints um, on digital, you know. So I just, yeah. So I taught myself. So it yeah. is good. It's, 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 it's a longer best, process, it is. though. I think it's a better process. It, it is completely
1: because you learn the mistakes faster, and now yeah. rather than saying don't do this, you you learn what not to do faster than yeah. And if if you're told different routes to take, you're 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 kind of stuck, and when you go your own route, it, you learn a lot faster, even though it's a slower process. Yeah. You get there. In the end i think yeah yeah,
0: yeah. and tell me now Aiden, what do you do do you read people's minds or how do you do i know <laughs> oh, you can't tell me your secrets i'm not asking you to do that but but do you Did like do you know what i'm thinking right now uh,
1: <laughs> i won't say it <laughs> <laughs> but no there's a yeah i do lots of uh most of it would be a bit of mind reading and then uh magic that you see on tv like uh david blaine or dynamo and yeah like close-up magic that would be visual and uh instant okay so, it wouldn't be like balloon models or pulling rabbits out of hats or <laughs> <laughs> making making wives disappear or any of that stuff. No, it'd be just...
0: That's just basic shit. No, no, no,
1: <laughs> You'd pay extra for that. <laughs> no, but it'd be just... Uh, Sleight of hand, uh, robbing, uh, 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 stealing watches, borrowing rings. So
0: could you have to rob my ring off me now without me (laughs) knowing? Oh my
1: God. (laughs) I've swapped it already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so can you take someone's watch off their wrist without them even knowing? Yeah. So you could earn a fortune doing this. Yeah, but I give them back. I don't <laughs> steal them. We, we, we give them
1: back. We give them back at the end. That's a surprise element. of have seen product. you
0: taking money off people and set it on yeah. fire. Yeah. Oh, my God. Didn't... And their faces like, oh, that's my 50 quid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I borrow notes the whole time, yeah. Oh borrow it's most of the objects that we get off of, of people that would have on them at the at the wedding. So yeah. Like money, rings, watches, uh, using their phones, different different yeah. So we're just trying to bring it so it's not just all of the stuff I bring because everything I bring people think oh it's a trick deck of cards. See, or it's a it. trick or it's a he's doing something, it's up his sleeve.
0: Yeah. I'm always looking for the sleeve gone, what's yeah. coming out of there now and
1: I'm it's only in the arms. Do you only the arms that are up the sleeve?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, when you, when you see lots of illusionists and magicians around the world, do you have a favourite one at all?
1: Uh, well, in terms of magic, I think most magicians would look at Darren Brown as probably one of the the most skillful. Um yeah. Just in terms of his his mind and how he how it works, um, yeah. because even when you go to a show, I've gone to a shows in Dublin, and um, when you, when you go to a show as a magician, he knows magicians aren't there. Yes, And you feel cool. like when you're going down the path with a magician, you kind of know that's the routine he's taking. Or you, you're going, okay, he's doing this, this, this. And then all of a sudden you just veer off and he's, he just brings you on a, a completely different path for a magician. And he just boggles your mind completely. Yeah, because he knows magicians are going to be there. Oh my he gosh. knows that they think, he, he thinks uh, they're going to know that what he's doing. Know. Yeah, and then he's just going to take you on a different path and you're like, I didn't even know that was going to happen, oh. and then you just left. So that's what I love about Darren's show is just he knows who's going to be in the audience, and he just takes you everybody on the on the same wow. journey. Yeah.
0: And would he come here often, or would you have to go off and see him?
1: Yeah, well, he, I think he performs obviously in, in London a lot, um, yeah. but he does do shows in Ireland every. Uh, I think he comes once a year. Right. I don't know where he's here last year, I but totally he, have he does. See him yeah, though. he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, he's just uh, very well spoken, very very articulate in everything that he does, yeah. and just. He's a genius. Oh my His God. His brain is just next level. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and when you're at a wedding, then, so, uh, you know, you would come during the drinks reception a lot of mm-hmm. the time. Do you do sort of, uh, and I was, my question for that was, how long do you stay? Is it two hours? Is it three hours? Is it an hour?
1: Yeah, well, uh, most of the time we just try and I, I, I have two kind of set packages that we w- that I do. So it'd be a, a drink reception and I just fill that two hour uh, gap yeah. in, in the day. So sometimes it'd be two and a half, but it, it, we just try and sit the two hours, like half three to half five. Yeah. The ringing of the bell and then we do something for the bride and groom before they get called into the room. Sure. And then the other slot would be the after dinner lull. And then again, that's two hours after yes. the main course finishes up until the first dance.
0: That's a great time. Yeah. I'd say that's more <clears> expensive, though.
1: Uh well, they're actually uh, priced them both the, sa- the same. Oh, so did you? yeah, so priced them both the same. Um yeah. But in terms of, uh, they're they're obviously two different energy types because yes, the reception's more relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're crawling over your shoulders and rubbing you and trying to rubbing you. Yeah, just trying yeah. to see what's up your sleeves and okay. yeah. <laughs> just looking into your pockets and everything. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh my god. They're more
1: forward in their approach, <laughs> but uh, because they're braver. Yeah. <laughs> but the so
0: which time slot do you prefer?
1: Um, I actually enjoy both, but the like the drinks reception could be high energy if the crowd are good. The second uh, slot sometimes, if there's music on in the background, it, it might be a little bit difficult to. Uh, okay. It's obviously more. I have to more energy and speak a yes. lot louder, but it's. I enjoy the second slot, and I think the guests enjoy that second slot a little bit more because. They've done everything throughout the day. They've yeah. had their drinks. They've had their food. They're ready for a dance. And they're waiting for that two hour. They're
0: waiting for the band to yeah. go on.
1: Yeah. And I that's it. That I know. Yeah. And that's it. It's just like from eight to ten. It's just, it It just really fills that, uh, the the lull in the, in the day. Um, yeah. And it just gets them energized for the band. then. When, oh my
0: God. Yeah. I, I, on fire. I saw somebody recently, I won't mention any names. And I'm thinking, Oh, would you just stop it now? Putting people <laughs> sleep and all that kind of business. Yeah. Oh, anyway, went on too long. Um, come here. Has anything ever gone wrong at a wedding or at, a, at an event? Yes, lots of times. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Oh
1: no. <laughs> Did you get cut out? Uh no, no. I'll no. <laughs> oh, give me an example. There comes a point when you when you're when you're doing something that you kind of have an idea where you can take it, uh, and you've you learned so much that you try and you can like the audience never know where where it's going to go. Yeah, like you never tell them you're going to do X, Y, and Z. You just tell them you're going to start here, and then you bring them on that journey, and then. The journey ends wherever it ends. Right. Um, but in terms of performing, yeah, I was doing something for Coca-Cola and I was making the uh, can of Coke uh, oh. levitate. So it was a Coke Zero. So I was trying to make it levitate. And as it was levitating, it, uh, it just slowly started to turn. But I, uh, the first mistake I made was I opened the can before I started. So to make it was make sure it was a real can. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: Then as it was floating, then the bottle or the can just started to turn. And then the liquid started to pour out onto the floor. Oh, no, stop. So then, as it went out, then the can just went a little bit higher. And then I was like, "Oh, what am I going to do?" <laughs> and then the whole thing just emptied. But then it actually worked out better in the end. My instincts just kicked in, and I just I was able to control it. And then what happened was the can came back down on the on the, uh, on the floor where the liquid was, and it made a big massive splash, and the cameraman got a savage shot of the can, wow. and then the vacuum, uh, when you put a glass on, on the uh, liquid, it, it just vacuums up, and that's what happened with the can of Coke, was it just kind of started to suck back up into the can, so it actually worked out better, but it was just kind of instinct. Sometimes you, you're on, when, when you're on stage and everybody's watching you, it's more difficult when you're in close-up at weddings, it's, it's easier to manage because... There's so many distri- uh, misdirection things that you can use, yeah. And uh, obviously, eye contact is one of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, in terms of stage, everybody's watching that one person on stage. So if you mess up, it's more difficult You're to. Gone. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's more. But that's the thing. You try and see all the things that you you analyze the show and see what can go wrong yeah. and try and see what route you can take if it does go wrong. So that's the work that goes into the back end of a, a show before you
0: yeah. perform
1: it. So you, you try and see everything that goes wrong and, and hope that you can... Fix it. Yeah, before it goes wrong. So when it does go wrong, you already know the route to take. Oh,
0: my God.
1: I had another experience with a, on a cruise. Um, I brought a gentleman up on stage and I was asking him to do some uh, questions with cards. I was asking him to think of a playing card and random things like that. But um, I realised afterwards, he just kept saying the same thing to me. And I wasn't. He wasn't um, giving me the correct answers. I was asking him, like black or red, and he was just saying yeah. And then I was like, spades or clubs, and he was like yeah. And then I was like I didn't know. So then I just uh, I just left him there, and I just went into the audience and I asked them the questions, and they all chose a, a specific playing card, and that was the one that was in his pocket in the end. Wow. But what I realized afterwards was this gentleman suffered from Alzheimer's. Oh my. And I didn't gosh. know that. Yet, so, yeah. Yeah. So Aww. I felt bad obviously but everybody all the all the entertainers on the ship knew this gentleman because he was a regular guest on the ship
0: and you pulled him up on and stage and they said
1: why did you pick John I was like why he said like, John has Alzheimer's? I was like, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. Oh my god! So that was just an it. That was just me choosing the wrong person. Yes. he wasn't the wrong person, but it was the wrong person for that routine. Yeah, yeah. And I was just on stage sweating. I was like, like, what, what am you... I going to do? I was like, I'm on a time limit here of a yeah, show yeah. for 45 minutes, and I'm I'm losing time here. So oh, I just acted. Some... Yeah, but, he was, uh, but I it
0: worked should... out well.
1: Oh, it worked out. That's the way I do the routine now. I actually participate the audience in the in that routine. So because Amazing. of that, I do the routine a little bit differently now, and it works out much more enjoyable. So
0: you Don't just you know do weddings and go into corporate because you mm. do stage stuff,
1: yeah. Not not as much in Ireland, I do a few corporates, uh, would, would book you for stage. Um, but obviously, the demand for stage in Ireland isn't as big as it would be on cruise ships, so yeah, that's where I do my stage show. Would be uh, I'd get hired for a, by a cruise ship and uh, do two 45 minute shows over oh the course of God. a cruise,
0: like it's just what you do is like highly entertaining. I have to say, <laughs> like, as I would get asked so many times what sort of alternative mm. um, entertainment can you can you recommend for the drinks reception? Because, you know, you can have musicians there, um, generally musicians, mm. but I would always say somebody like you. Fantastic, You know, yeah. because you're entertaining the guests. Yeah. And what happens is you'll hear this kind of roar of laughter <laughs> and everybody wants to be in on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you find that? I love it, Jay. You do,
1: like, I, I did one last weekend there. I did, uh, I was in... Uh, a in Kildare, the new Abbey, the wedding oh, venue. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was yeah. there for the first time, so. But I did one group, and then after you do one group, everybody's kind of like, "Come, Come over, over here." Over yeah, here. and I don't need to introduce myself, so it becomes much easier after a while that you don't need to. The first group, you have to try and approach them, and yeah. people think you're chatting up their misses or <laughs> <they're> doing <laughs> something, or you're trying to approach a group of girls, and you're just trying to show them that you're 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 there to entertain. Yeah. Um But after you do the first group, then everybody's more welcoming, and they're like, "Come over here." We heard that we, or they'll come and join. So sometimes you could get 30 people standing around you at, at a wedding. So wow. it could be five, it could be two, or it could be 30 or 40 people. So I've, I've done it before where I. All of a sudden, I looked up, there was everybody was around me. I was like, I'm supposed to be here for two hours, not, not five minutes. <laughs> I know,
0: yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you don't away. want that. You yeah. just want that little group and then you want to move on to yeah. the next group. Well, I
1: feel it's, it's more intimate for that group to experience it uh, firsthand because they see yeah. it on TV, they see it on, on online and they just don't believe it. And I suppose having it for five, uh, ten people is more intimate because you can interact with them, they can involve, uh, yeah. you can involve them. And there's a lot more intimacy for performing for five, six people as it is for... 20 people, yeah. which it can still be done, but it's just it's just more intimate for those to yes. experience that and then move on.
0: And here's something that you probably don't know. You've no idea when you're gone. They're still talking about this for the night
1: because
0: mm. I always go around the tables and photograph. Obviously, I love to document what's going on at the drinks reception. You know, when people don't know the cameras on them, they're the best ones. Yeah. But I would always go into the room and photograph Then You know, when they ring the bell for dinner, mm. I go in then and we photograph everyone at the tables. So I photograph all the couples. The amount of people that I hear talking about what you've just done outside mm. and they're still talking about how you blew them away. Yeah. So I'd say word of mouth for you is a huge thing, is it?
1: It's massive. Yeah, it's it, like obviously you're only as good as your last gig uh, yeah. is what I live by. So you need to obviously be on 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 point every time and try and give it your all. Um, yeah. And obviously every, every wedding you do, you try and do a little bit more or try and adapt different things to see what works and what doesn't work and then on the way home then you'd be analysing what went wrong or what yeah. you could have done better but
0: Would you give out to yourself?
1: Uh, not really but I'd be like I, I would analyse everything and try and make everything better That's, it's just trying to make everything more finesse um, yeah. and just be more professional in every way I come across to people speak to people and interact with them Yeah. Um, but yeah it's magic I believe is probably the thing that people will talk about for the like years to come afterwards, yes. because they'll remember that moment that their watch vanished or the, the yeah. time changed on their clock or. They thought of it. Sorry
0: to say that again.
1: Their time changed on the. <laughs> yeah, we can oh change my times God. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a, but there's um yeah it's just it's just the last like when you experience it in your hands or uh, in person it's it's just a memory it's a memory that's created that you wouldn't have ever experienced. Um, I'm
0: all about the memories though. Yeah, yeah, and
1: some people just love it and they'll they'll talk about it like I I'd be leaving afterwards and they'd be I try one of my things is I try and remember everybody's name at a wedding. I just it's just something to keep my brain in tune. So and I'd do be, you succeed? W- uh, I'd remember most of them, or I'd have an idea. Jeez. So I, I do try. It's just. Do you want a job? But, but people, <laughs> people, people think that's a trick in itself. They're like, oh, you have a great memory. Like I'd be doing a group of people, and somebody would come up and they like, hi, Connor. And you're like, oh, you remembered my name. But when you're leaving the venue, if you can remember their name when you're saying goodbye, if they're out in the smoking area, it, it yeah. just gives them a lasting memory that you actually remember that person yeah. rather than just he was performing for 200 people. You remembered me. So that makes them feel important. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's important to make other people feel important as well. So, I would
0: think, mm. Aiden, that you're probably one of the most, I say, one of the busiest magicians out there.
1: Mm. In terms of weddings, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've been working a lot since COVID to uh, to work on my act. I suppose before that, I was kind of doing different bits of everything and I wasn't really understanding the business, business element of magic, yeah. whereas before I was just doing magic tricks and somebody would ring me and I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, yeah. But now I'm like, I'm trying to... Work on it as a business, so it's 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 a polished product that people are are um, receiving.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I do I do a lot of weddings every year. Yeah. A lot. Oh, uh,
0: what's a lot like? I've
1: been doing about sixty. Jesus plus, Yeah.
0: Aiden, you're not wrecked. Ah,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to get it up a little bit more, but you could do yeah. you could do anywhere from it depends each year it could be varied, but uh, yeah. there's a lot of corpus that would come in as well.
0: Christmas? Are you busy Christmas
1: then? Christmas is mental, yeah. Yeah, Christmas is uh, yeah. You'd be doing three shows a day, sometimes with Christmas parties. And
0: like when you say just Christmas parties, that would be in different venues, would it?
1: They'd be all around. Well, uh, like Dublin is probably where I, I do most of the work, but I yeah. get booked all around Ireland. But mostly Dublin would be like the the Googles, the the Facebooks, and the right. the smaller companies. Then would have their Christmas parties. Yeah, but Like the Christmas parties are are mostly set out like a wedding format. So they have like the drink reception, they have their meal or finger food, and then they have um, a relaxed time before the band. So yeah. it's the same format. So I either come in for an hour or two hours, uh, or it, re- it really depends on the numbers, but it's yeah. the same format, same style, walking around, mixing, mingling. Uh, and it's Christmas, everybody's happy, merry wow. and drinking whatever they're but drinking. Career, you know when <laughs>
0: you come off on holidays then, do you? I, mean, I don't know, because like I find it very hard to switch off my brain on holidays yeah. and just relax. Do you ever start messing with anyone when you're on holidays and they don't know you're a magician? <laughs> Steal
1: their watch? No. <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't because people. Some people take it up wrong. Uh, oh so I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't get like to. No, that's it. <laughs> you rub my watch, and you can't prove you're a magician unless you're. Yeah. But uh, oh. no, I do try. Sometimes uh, when the time is right, I, I pick. I pick the moments and try and do something. Yeah, even for people in the shop, you'd yeah. do something. They kind of look at you. And so I did it for you, somebody at the toll before paying, uh years ago I, I was
0: going to ask you did you ever do that on the guards yeah, Come on, the I toll. did it for
1: the toll I was like gave you one uh, The it was like 2.90 or something yeah. I, I just gave it to her and I handed it to her and it, it wasn't in her hand and then she just gave me a look and I was like oh sorry I had to hand it back to her, but like she didn't understand the whole idea that I was doing a trick, she just thought I was actually trying to fool her. <laughs> so, but yeah, sometimes it goes, uh, it can go either way, but it's just about trying to pick the right person that you know is going to be yeah. happy to see it or might be on it. the
0: guard, then you'd be really arrested. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never done anything on guard. But come here,
0: so. you did something on me now just before uh, we went on to air, you asked me to write stuff down, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, so you're thinking of a do you want to try Do you want to try and so, see if I can get it in? So do
0: you want to tell everybody what you asked me to write?
1: No, we'll uh can think of what well, you you're thinking of a, I uh I asked you to think of a friend. Yes. Yeah, so you can think of your friend's name. Okay. Um
0: now, if you tell me what my friend's name is, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pass out on the floor because there's no way you could know this. The no podcast way.
1: will be finished soon, so oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether I can get it or not, but we'll try it. So it's just more of an experiment that we try. Yeah. Uh so we'll uh so you, you just think of uh, whether the person's a male or a female in your head. So don't say anything. Um, okay. Just think if it's a male You're or
0: a female. You're staring at me right now. <laughs> know, that's the idea. I'm so just trying to get into it. He's uh, in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> just so, freaks me out, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay.
1: Just think if it's a so male or female in your head. Um, okay. And obviously when the last time you've met this person um, and maybe you spoke to them on the phone recently or not. Uh, mm-hmm. So just think of how many letters are in the name. Um And then just say the alphabet. Uh, Just say it quite fast. Just just go through the alphabet. Yeah. Just focus on the the last letter of the name when you're saying this. The last letter of the name. When I'm doing my alphabet. Yeah. Go.
0: A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T R (laughs) U V W X Y Z.
1: Okay. So I know it's not the last part because you just kind of stumble over the rest of it. So I think it's the uh, obviously most of the letters are in the first part of the the alphabet. Okay, uh we'll try this. Oh God. I'll try this. Hey, We'll try this. <laughs> um, okay, how many letters are in the name? Um imagine you're writing it, so your eyes are just uh don't move your eyes, but just imagine you're writing it again. Um
0: So do I tell you how many letters are in the name? No, don't
1: tell me anything. Oh Jesus <laughs> There's about seven letters, six letters, seven letters in the yeah. name, I think. Yeah. When was the last time you met this person? Do I tell you? Yeah, if you know when you met them last.
0: Yeah, last Sunday week.
1: You met them recently, so would you meet them regularly?
0: Uh, regularly enough. Not every few weeks now, but yeah, regularly Okay, so enough. from
1: that, it's a, it's a female um, that you would have meet and you'd probably meet them. Just imagine you're going up to the person. Yeah. And you're going to shift them on the shoulder. Yeah. Their, their, their back is to you, and you're going to tip them on the shoulder and you're okay. going
0: to say, Oh my God, got goosebumps right now.
1: You're just going to say, Sinead.
0: Oh my, God! <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. How did you do that? How did you? Do- oh my God. Dan is the podcast host. I know he's listening. Dan, can you speak? We were talking about you before you came in. Oh my God. Yes, it was Sinead. <laughs>
1: Would you have a place in mind as well? That, that I met her. You know, you just have a place in mind, um, like a, a country. You have a country in mind, do you? Yeah. Or a, a place that you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. place you go on holidays. You love it. Okay. Yeah. So you obviously go there regularly.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Regularly okay, enough. so yeah.
1: um is that probably somewhere in Europe because you probably wouldn't go to America regularly because it'd be too far to travel or yeah. Australia or any of those. So it'd be more in Europe, like around um Tenerife.
0: Oh, my God. Is it Tenerife? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. How did you know yeah, this? I don't know. <laughs> I've actually written it in a book here. Oh, my God. Yes, Tenerife. Tenerife I'm going there yeah. next Monday, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you might meet Sinead.
0: Oh, no. Sinead's not going. You might bring
1: Jack with you as well.
0: <laughs> Who's Jack?
1: Is Jack, the toy, the name?
0: Oh, my God, Aiden. Oh, my God. I actually, I can't even speak right now. That's (laughs) very unusual for me. You asked me to write down my favourite childhood toy. How? Did you know that? What was your toy? A jack in the box.
1: A jack in the box. Okay.
0: How? The hell? Did you? Like, so my first, the toy that I remember the most and I loved was like a jack in the box. Now, I don't know how parents would put up this jack in the box. (laughs) And you want to see the state of it now. But yeah, I, I. I actually don't know what to say. Oh, my God. (laughs) But how did you know that? Just
1: you You give me signals.
0: I gave you signals. How the hell did you pick Jack in the Box? (laughs) And Sinead. Oh, my God. That is unbelievable. Now I'm actually at the receiving end of this. (laughs) I wish someone was photographing me right now. Like this, this is unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what you do to people at weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: So we never meet these people before and there's no ever there's nothing set up or there's there's never anything. It's just you you meet them there and then you do something and then you're you're gone in an instant, like in five, ten minutes, you're gone. So
0: I could have said any it's one true. of my friends, like fifty five million of them, but yeah. I just said Sinead. I wrote Sinead down and I was very careful not to say Sinead throughout yeah. the chat. Yeah. And you just picked Sinead's. Mm. I, I just I know i would be dreaming about that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me if you were to tell me uh, your favourite part of your job. So obviously you do commercial, you do weddings. Do you have a favourite gig?
1: Um, I do enjoy weddings a lot more than I enjoy the the corporate end of, of things. But I enjoy the corporate because um, obviously you're you're meeting higher higher end clients and yeah, um, you get exposed to a lot of, of business people. But um, I enjoy Christmas parties a lot because obviously the the fest the festive yes. uh, feeling and they're all everybody, in the yeah they're just yeah. they're finished work they're they're on, yeah they're on holidays <laughs> they're they're finished work and they're just they're able to let loose for a, a couple of hours so yeah. that's a great energy just going from wet or from a christmas party to another christmas party to another one it's just like yeah. you're on a constant buzz
0: would you do a few a day
1: yeah well it just depends so you try and you, some companies who could book you for an hour or 2 hours or 3 hours so like you might be one evening in one venue but you might have two or three over the course of the day because they might bring you in for a lunchtime gig during, in their canteens um yeah. so like you might do an hour in one place and then you move on to the next one and right. move on to the next one so you could do Anywhere eight, nine, nine a week. And
0: you're not exhausted at the yeah, end. Yeah, afterwards, or? but
1: like you're just on a constant buzz, like you're you're feeding off the energy of the crowd yeah. and then you're taking that energy into the next venue yeah. and then you're going again and then you're taking all that energy and you're meeting all these people and you're getting to know them and you're oh you're on a buzz with them and then you're leaving. The only thing is the, the downside is you have to leave. You're yeah. you're leaving bye. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, here, I
0: I, I, I sorry, still I have to go back to that. I still cannot believe that you picked Sinead. I have to show this here on camera, right? He asked me to write down a friend's name and I put it here in a black book and I wrote Sinead. OK, favorite country, Tenerife. Favorite childhood toy, Jack in the Box. <laughs> I just I just don't get it I just don't get it but obviously you are super 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 talented and you are the best magician I have ever come across Aiden if anybody wants to get in touch with you how do they get in touch with you
1: uh you can get in touch online uh, Instagram or uh, website is Aiden Murphy magic or the Instagram is just Aiden Murphy magic as well so um yeah. all, all of the social media handles are Aiden Murphy magic
0: oh my god Aiden! well today was an absolute pleasure you shocked the (laughs) socks off me even though i'm not wearing any thank (laughs) you so much for coming in and i will definitely 150 million percent be hiring you at my next launch thank you very much for having me thank you i really appreciate it i'm blown away (laughs) (laughs) thank you oh my god that was unreal aiden is just unbelievable he completely completely blew me away and if you book him i can guarantee you that he is going to blow your guests away too now though it is competition time with clarence ireland how would you like to win a double serum and a double serum i i cannot live without them just comment on this post on my instagram page which is jenny mccarthy 8 and leave a little review of you onto at the end of the podcast please oh and don't forget to tell all your friends who are getting married the very best of luck see you back here again next week